And we are live. Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. Bienvenidos, señoras y señores. This is the NAI Ball Podcast, episode number 13. And as always, I'm your host, Robbie Gutierrez. Joining me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the foremost authority on NAI baseball anywhere in this country. Cody, how are you today, man? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing great. Cody, this is the best part of the year that's about to get underway. It's playoff time. It's make it, break it, Cinderella stories, who's going dancing, who's not. My favorite part of the year, high intensity. I mean, you have to love this type of baseball. Absolutely, man. It's a win or go home. You know, all hands on deck. You got to do what you got to do. It makes my job a little easier, less scores to report. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this month. Hey, really quickly, let's run down the show. We are going to go over every single conference in the NAI. We're going to talk about every conference tournament, where it's at, who's in it, and we're going to make our predictions, who's going to win it, and if we see a bracket buster or a dark horse, we'll let you know about that team. But before we get rolling with that, we want to reveal our six NAIA Ball podcasts Player of the Year candidates in no order. It looks like this. Reese Cooley out of Faulkner. Dan Valerio, Southeastern University. Lane Milligan, Oklahoma City University. Nelson Montpierre, St. Thomas University. Kiki Menendez, Texas Wesleyan. And Walter Cam Corsi, Georgia Gwinnett College. Cody, I think that's a solid six players for our NAI Ball Podcast. Player of the Year award. Yeah, those guys are as good as anyone in the country. They would be the star on anyone's team in the NAIA. You look at Montpierre, a guy that led his team at Missouri, was hitting over 300 in the SEC last year. I mean, some of these players are just insanely talented. I think, you know, I I don't think any coach in the nation knows who they're going to give that award to yet. There still could be a sleeper out there, and there's definitely no chance you or I have one of those six players picked yet. And, of course, in our next episode... We're going to go over our Pitcher of the Year nominees, our six Pitcher of the Year nominees. So no chance we know that award, no chance we know this award. So definitely going to be awesome to see who really separates themselves down the stretch in the playoffs here. Yeah, I mean, it's no coincidence that these players play on really good teams. You have a really good player, they're probably going to make your team really good. So I think whoever plays best in this final month will probably get that nod at the end of the day. All right, let's get it rolling here. Our first conference tournament preview, the American Midwest Conference from Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin, Missouri. Congrats to Lion. They've already punched their ticket. One other team will get to punch their ticket. If Lion wins the tournament, it will be the runner-up. If they don't, the champion of the AMC tournament will get to go to the opening round. So, the way the tournament is seated, number one, Lion, number two, Freed Hardeman, number three, Missouri Baptist, number four, Columbia, number five, William Woods, number six, Harris Stowe, number seven, Lindenwood Belleville, and number eight, Central Baptist. Cody, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm taking Freed Hardeman to win it. I think they've been the best team down the last month of the season. They're playing the best ball right now. And when you go into a double elimination tournament, I think it's going to be hard to beat Freed Hardeman twice. 
So that's my pick to win the AMC tournament. I'm going to take Missouri Baptist. I just think that culture of winning, you know, they're 28 and 16. They had a really slow start, 20 and 8 in AMC play. Missouri Baptist knows how to win these tournaments. They know how to win the big games. I think, you know, that knowledge of being able to get to Lewiston carries them. I, th- I see them winning this tournament. Do you see an upset, though? I think if we're going to go on a limb and pick a sleeper, I think Harristow State can get it done. They have a really good offense. They play in a tough conference, as we're speaking about the AMC. They've played well, played some close games. Yeah, I would probably pick Harristow State. Is anyone going to bust this bracket? I was going to take Harristow State also. I think... You know, they've got the talent, and um, 30 and 22, they've played a lot of games this season, so they've got a lot of experience, and they've played some of those teams in the top very tough this season, so definitely an opportunity if one or two things break their way to take that tournament. Moving on now to Hunter Wright Stadium in Kingsport, Tennessee. Two opening round bids up for grabs here. One to the tournament champion, one to the runner-up, Let's take a look at the seeding. Number one, Bryan College. Number two, Tennessee Wesleyan. Number three, Reinhardt. Number four, Point. Number five, Truett McConnell. Number six, Milligan. Number seven, Montreat. And number eight, Union. Cody, who's one and two in this conference? And I think they're interchangeable. Yeah, I would agree with that part for sure. I'm going to go Tennessee Wesleyan to win the tournament, Brian to finish the runner-up. I think those two teams are the best teams in the conference. If I was going to pick an upset, it wouldn't be that big of an upset. It would be Reinhardt at three. But, yeah, I think this conference is top-heavy for sure. I think those top three have separated themselves amongst the rest. But I think Tennessee Wesleyan is going to get it done. I think Brian and, and Tennessee Wesleyan, again, are those one-two interchangeable. I don't think it really matters where they finish, I think both of them will find themselves in that championship game. If I had to pick one, I would go Tennessee Wesleyan. But Brian, Tennessee Wesleyan won two. If there was an upset, I I saw point earlier in the season. They've definitely looked a lot better later in the year. But, but still, I think if there was an upset, it would be Reinhardt. And even at that, I think Reinhardt's got a great shot to make the opening round. Yeah, I think Reinhardt's a team that's on the bubble. It would do Reinhardt a lot of good to win some games this weekend, though, for sure. Let's move on here to the AII, the Association of Independent Institutions, and this will be taking place from Grizzly Baseball Field in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Two teams earn a bid out of this tournament, and the number one seed, no surprise, Georgia Gwinnett College. The number two seed, College of the Ozarks. The number three seed, Talladega. Number four, Edward Waters, and number five, Fisher College. Cody, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to roll with Georgia Gwinnett. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot more to say. I, I think Georgia Gwinnett's comfortably the best team in this bracket. I think they're going to get it done. I have to agree. It's, it's Georgia Gwinnett, Sharpie, write it down. I think they're easily, you know, they've been top five in the nation all year long, and they deserve that totally, and I think that this will be a year that they could find themselves in in Lewiston. I think they really win this conference easily. I don't see anybody upsetting them. I do think Talladega's got a good shot to be be the runner-up in this tournament. Yeah, the fun thing about this tournament is they get two bids. So, not to say they're battling for second place, but that second place bid has gone on to win opening round games. You look at the last few years, Talladega and Clark, they've gone on to finish runner-up and win some games out in the opening round. So I think battling for you know second place is hard to say, but 
I think it's huge between Ozark. I think College of Ozark is a really good team. 34 and 16, they steal a lot of bases. That's a team to look out for. Between them and Talladega, I would agree, would be a good matchup for second. Do you want to pick one? I'm, I'm taking Talladega. Do you want to take College of the Ozarks? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ozarks. I'm going to go with Hard Work U and pick the Bobcats. The Chicagoland Collegiate Athletic Conference. That tournament will take place at Hoffer Field in Elgin, Illinois. Two bids to the National Championship opening round tournament. One of them has already been won by Judson, who is the number one overall seed in this tournament at 31-16. and 16. The other one will go to the tournament champion, or the runner-up if Judson wins the tournament. The number two seed is Robert Morris. They went 36-16. and 16. Roosevelt is number three. St. Francis, four. St. Xavier, five. Trinity Christian, six. Olivet Nazarene, seven. And St. Ambrose, eight. Do you have Judson winning it all, or do you see somebody else? I'm actually going to go on a limb here. I'm calling the upset here. I'm calling St. Francis the four seed to win this tournament. At 25-25, and 25, you're going to take St. Francis to win the tournament. Maybe it's the pedigree, man. They've always been a really strong program. I think they're going to find a way to get back to Nationals. That's interesting. You threw me off there. I was actually going to take Robert Morris. You know, they've, they've played some good competition this year, 36-16. and 16. No team in the North has had an easy season this year because of weather. But St. Francis at 25-25. and 25. Yeah, I mean, you're not a big fan of it. Maybe it's their avatar. I really like the dog logo. I'm a big dog guy. Um, but, no, I really do. I think St. Francis has a shot to get it done, man. I think Judson, I want to give a shout-out to David Matthews for Judson. That guy has just been tearing the cover off the baseball. So, I mean, pitch around that guy, you know, if I was going to give some advice to the coaches. But, uh, yeah, I'm picking St. Francis, obviously, to win. That's my upset. No need to ask me for that one. But, uh, yeah, I'm rolling with St. Francis to win, and I think they'll win it over Judson. Gonna be, I think that's going to be one of the better tournaments to watch considering, you know, you're basically, if Judson, if Judson's not in that title game, it's two teams battling for one spot, and I think that would be awesome to watch. Yeah, it's going to be fun baseball, and we'll come back on here and we'll be like, man, Cody nailed that one. <laughs> Moving on here to the Crossroads League from Taylor University in Taylor, Indiana. Indiana Wesleyan's already punched their ticket. This bracket is actually not out yet. They're not done playing games. Yeah, they still got some baseball left to play. I'll go ahead and give you my pick, Indiana Wesleyan. So, there you go. I think they're going to win the conference in the bracket. I think they're the best team in the crossroads this year. Now, I've got to I've got to go back here. The Cal Pack tournament that'll be out in Mesa. We cannot forget about the Cal Pack. Of course, our good friends over at Antelope Valley, they are the number one seed, 38-11-1. But this is going to be a great tournament with number two seed, the University of British Columbia, Canada's team. Then you've got the number three seed and host, Ben Mesa, number four, Corbin, and number five, Marymount. Cody, who's your selection? Yeah, I'm picking Antelope Valley to win the tournament. I think that's a good choice. I think uh, Antelope Valley is, they've been outstanding all year. They've, they've won games against Lewis and Clark. Of course, you could say the same for British Columbia. Corbin, I believe, has also beaten Brit, uh, Lewis and Clark this season. Yeah, this past weekend, they beat them in a walk-off. So. Uh, but I, I think Antelope Valley is just going to be too strong, and uh, I see UAV winning that tournament. 
Yeah, I do too. I think Benedictine Mesa is another team that wants to go to the Nationals. Obviously, they were left out a little bit short last year, so I think they're a team that could possibly rally and take this bid. And I wouldn't sleep on Corbin. You know what I mean? I think Corbin's a pretty good four seed in this tournament. They played some really tough teams this year. I believe they have two wins over William Bessup, another top ten team in the country. So, yeah, look out for Corbin too. The Golden State Athletic Conference Tournament from Vanguard University. And here we just have one berth. One winner goes to the national tournament, the opening round. Number one seed, William Jessup, 35 and 15. Number two, Westmont, 33 and 14. Number three, Vanguard, 28, 23 and 1. Hope International is 25 and 24. And the Masters, 27 and 24 overall. Cody, who are you taking? Well, first I want to say, how crazy is it that the AII gets two teams in and the GSAC doesn't? That blew my mind last year and it still blows my mind today. Some conference only gets one. I know that's, you know, I know they go by the number of teams, but I don't agree with that. Anyway, uh, I'm taking Westmont. They've been playing the hottest baseball right now. That's the team I think is going to win this conference. I'm going to go with the sleeper pick here. I'm taking the Masters. Uh, I've seen the Masters one too many times in Lewiston for my liking. And it's not gone well either time. And I just think that they're a team that traditionally knows how to win especially when it comes to this part of the season. They're a team that knows how to win. I think the Masters has a really good opportunity to turn it on at this point in the year, and then all of a sudden, you know what? You blink, and they're in Lewiston again. Yeah, this is a team that's no stranger to winning this tournament. So they've had a lot of success in this tournament. They're a team that, you know, unfortunate to me, that got really hot last year and uh, (laughs) put some teams out of the tournament that wasn't expected. So, yeah, I think they're a team that could beat anyone on any given day. We'll go now to the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They host by higher seed two automatic bids to the national tournament. Congratulations to Northwestern out of Iowa. They've already punched their ticket so they can breathe a little bit. And if uh, Northwestern wins the tournament, the runner-up will be the automatic qualifier. So let's take a look at the seeding here. Northwestern at 26-18, and 18, number one overall. Midland. At number two, at 29 and 19, the number three, Doan, number four, Hastings, number five, Morningside, six, Concordia, seven, Mount Marty, and eight, Briar Cliff. Cody, who are you taking? I'm taking Midland, man. I like that program. They were able to find a way last year. I think they're going to find a way again this year. I'm picking Midland to win the conference. I really like that pick also. I think uh, Northwestern, with already having their, their ticket punched, of course, it's exciting to win the conference tournament and to dogpile, you know, wherever you're playing. But at the same time, I think Midland really knowing that uh, they need to get at least into the championship game if they can play Northwestern or win it all. You know, why not just punch the ticket the best you can, win the whole dang thing, and uh, leave no stone unturned and win the whole tournament in the G-Pack. So I'm going to go with Midland as well. Now, who you got for your upset? Why don't you go first? We'll flip the tables. Who do you think could possibly bust this bracket? Can I say Mount Marty? Can hey. I go? Can I go wild? Yeah, go Mount Marty. The Lancers out of South Dakota. If anyone yeah. can do it, it's Mount Marty, man. I agree. Twenty-seven and nineteen. They can get it done, man. I, I you know, I really like Doan, who I pronounced Doan in my head all year last year. You did. <laughs> we, did. we just settled that debate this year. 
I'm glad. I'm not, you know, I'm from the South. We're not really good on the pronunciations or the decimals, as y'all saw yesterday. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Midland. I'm pretty confident. I think Midland's going to win this tournament, if not Northwestern. Now the Heart of America Athletic Conference from Ozark, Missouri. Two automatic berths to the national opening round tournament, to the tournament champion and the runner-up. The number one overall seed, Central Methodist, number two, Clark, number three, Grandview, number four, Evangel, number five, Mid-America Nazarene, number six, Peru State. And then I really like this, two play-in games, Avila versus Mount Mercy and Benedictine versus Culver Stockton. Who are you taking to win this conference? Clark. They've played a brutal schedule to start the year. They lost some games. To some, you look at the teams they lost to, Tennessee Wesley and Georgia Gwinnett and Faulkner. I mean, they've played the best of the best. I think they're ready for this tournament. They need to win this tournament to get a bid. They know that, and I think they're going to get it done. I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm gonna go with the number one seed, Central Methodist. I've rolled with them all year. You know, they were on the outside looking in of the top 25. Then they were back in the top 25. You know, they've kind of just hung out in the top 25 all year. I think Clark has played a really tough schedule. I think at the end of the day, the two teams that will be going dancing from this conference will be interchangeable between Central Methodist and Clark. Uh, really quickly, you want to give me a prediction on, on these two playing games, Avila and Mount Mercy, Benedictine, Culver, Stockton? Yeah, I think it's going to be Avila and Benedictine. I'm going, to, I'm going to go with the both of those also. I think Avila and Benedictine uh, will come away as the 7 and 8 seed in that tournament. So I definitely love that, though. Uh, while there's only 8 seeds, more teams in the tournament. Yeah, that's a really cool format. I mean, that's awesome. You have a play-in game like it's the MLB playoffs. Man, that's really cool stuff. Yeah, one game, winner-take-all. I'd like to – those would be awesome. You know, just you've got to throw everything out on the line. You throw ace versus ace. You can't wait. You can't hold anybody back like in a – in a regional where uh, if you're the number one seed, you might not throw your ace in the first game. You might try to throw your number two because, uh, the, you know, your opposing team's already played a game. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the Hart Conference for even doing that. I've never really seen a format like that anywhere, so that's really cool. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. The KCAC, the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference from Great Bend, Kansas, and the Great Bend Sports Complex Congratulations to Oklahoma Wesleyan. They're going dancing this season. If Oklahoma Wesleyan wins the tournament, the second automatic qualifier to the opening round will be the runner-up. Let's take a look at how the field is set. Number one seed, Oklahoma Wesleyan at 47-6. and six. Number two, Tabor, 32-17. and 17. Friends at number three, 32-17. Then Southwestern at four. York at five. Ottawa at six. Cody, Who's in with Oklahoma Wesleyan? You ready for this? This is an upset. Not, I'm not like a huge upset, but it's an upset. I'm going with Tabor. They got to win to get in. I don't think they're going to make an at-large bid. So I think that they got to win it, and I think they're going to get it done. I think Tabor really, you know, they had that really slow start to the season. I think Oklahoma Wesleyan is going to win the tournament, but I think that'll be over Tabor. And I think Tabor finds a way into the tournament. And uh, which which will be much deserved, you know. They really had a rough start to the year and to finish 32 and 17. Just shows how resilient that team is fighting through adversity, and I think it's absolutely awesome. A lot like Missouri Baptist, who started slow and was able to bounce back a lot. Yeah, and I don't think it would surprise many of us if Friends won the tournament. You know, it's a good quality program that was ranked in the top 25 a little bit this year, so it's really top heavy in the KCAC. 
Absolutely. Friends, another team that's always hanging around the top 25. Sometimes they're in, sometimes they're out. You know, so it would not be crazy to think that Friends could win that KCAC tournament. You got anyone maybe pulling an upset or not feeling it? Not against Oklahoma Wesleyan. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I was, you know, I had to root for Tabor. You know what I mean? A World Series program. I was like, couldn't they do it? So, yeah, it's tough, man. That's a really good program. OKWU. The Mid-South Conference from Bowling Green Stadium in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Just one bid in this conference. The seeding looks like this. The number one seed, Cumberlands, at 44-7. and The number two seed, Campbellsville, 32-15. and Cumberland is the number three seed, 32-17. and Lindsey Wilson, the four, at 22-26. and Georgetown, the five, 27-20. And, and Pikeville, the six, 26-21. and I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Cumberland's number one, CU, to win this tournament. Cody, who you got? You know, I'm taking Campbellsville. I think they're always a really good postseason baseball team. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Cumberland's won it. They just won a really competitive series against them. So they're familiar. They just played each other this past weekend. But, uh, you know, it'd be cool to see Cumberland, a team that's, you know, really good all year that kind of fell off a little bit late. That I know that they had tournament aspirations, so it'd be cool to see Cumberland get it done. I've, I've seen, that was the only time I've seen Campbellsville. Uh, 2015, opening round, Faulkner, you know, in Montgomery, and they were really impressive. So I could see Campbellsville winning it. I just think Cumberland's has had such an amazing season. I don't think that run ends here. And even if it does, I don't see them missing out on the tournament. No, they're safely in. I mean, Williamsburg News is going to Nationals. so Williamsburg News needs to go to Lewiston also. They need to go to Viral. I mean, those guys are awesome. Shout out to them. Now the North Star Athletic Association from Valley City, North Dakota, and Jamestown, North Dakota. One winner. The seeding goes like this. Number one, Mayville State at 29-10. and 10. The number two seed, Bellevue, 33-21. and 21. Number three, Jamestown, 39 and 7. Number four, Presentation College, 23 and 17. The number five seed, Waldorf. Number six seed, Viterbo. Number seven seed, Valley City State. And the number eight seed, Dakota State. Cody, I'm going to be honest with you right here. I think this is between seeds one, two, and three. Who are you going with? I would agree with that. I'm going with the Jimmies. I think Jamestown can get it done. I want to give a shout-out to Caleb Benstock. Hit seven home runs over the weekend. One of the best performances we've seen all year came on the last weekend. Seven home runs in one weekend. Shout-out to Caleb Benstock. I think Jamestown's a team that's really good, man. I think they can get it done. I'm going to go with Bellevue. I saw Bellevue earlier this season in West Palm Beach. Uh, I really thought there would be a turnaround for them, and there was. This is a team that had probably one of their worst starts in a long time. This is a team that is so used to being competitive and going to Lewiston and being in opening rounds, I don't see them missing one this year. The NSAA only gets one bid. I think Bellevue gets it. And then if I had to make another prediction, I would say it'd be the Jimmies of Jamestown. I don't see Bellevue or Jamestown missing out on making this, you know, on making the winning this tournament. But I only think it's between those two teams. Well, I think Mayville State's really good, and I, I think it's a shame that the regular season doesn't get a bid because they've been the best team in that conference all year. But I agree, it would be 
really, really shocking if Bellevue did not make a national tournament. I mean, we'd have to go back and see when the last time that was, but that would be pretty shocking to me. But I still, I'm sticking with my pick, man. I think Jamestown's going to get it done. The Red River Athletic Conference will take place from Pilot Field in Shreveport, Louisiana, and congratulations to the LSU Shreveport Pilots who have already punched their ticket, Coach LaValle and team heading to the opening round once more. And that's an awesome place if you've never been there. It's an awesome place to play a ball game. It's an awesome place to experience a ball game. I've sat in the stands there. I've been in the opposing dugout one too many times there. I've been on the wrong end of games there. And I've played LSUS in opening rounds. It's an awesome experience. Good fan base. They travel well. That's just perfect place for the Red River Athletic Conference tournament. The seeding looks like this. LSU Shreveport is the number one seed, 36 and 18. LSU Alexandria is 27 and 14. Texas A&M Texarkana, 33 and 17. Olu, Our Lady of the Lake, is in as the number four seed. Jarvis Christian, five, and then University of the Southwest, six. Cody, who are you going with? We'll go chalk. I'm going to go with LSU Shreveport. I think they're the best team in that conference this year. Yeah, I have to agree. I think LSU Shreveport wins the conference as well. But since they've already won the bid, who is making that tournament? Who's the runner-up in that tournament? Uh, Texarkana. I think they're the second-best team in that conference. I know Alexandria is seated over them. And Alexandria just won the series over the champion Shreveport. So definitely want to give props to them. They're showing that they can beat anybody. But I'm going to go with Texas A&M, Texarkana. They're a team that's been ranked in the top 25 a lot this year, and I think deservedly so. They're a good program. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with uh, Texas A&M, Texarkana as well. I think uh, they've just been really good all year long and, and a little bit of a stumble later in the season, but still I think they're the runner-up in that tournament. And I don't think it'd be too, too crazy to say they could win it, but I still think LSU Shreveport's the best team in that conference. Agreed. The River States Conference from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Ohio. And the regular season champion, IU Southeast, gets the automatic bid. IU Southeast is the number one overall seed at 37-10. and 10. Number two seed is Point Park, who went 41-7. and 7. Number three, Rio Grande. Number four, Indiana Kokomo, baby. Number five, Midway. And number six, Brescia. Yeah, it's going to be Point Park. They're going to... Yeah, Point Park's going to win this conference tournament. I think they're, they lost. They stumbled on the road at IU Southeast. It's hard. You're playing the number one team on the road. They lost, you know, 2-1 to one in that series. I think they're going to take this conference. They're going to clinch that automatic berth, even though I think they're comfortably in as an at-large anyway. But uh, I think they're the best team in this conference, and I think it'll show this weekend. Yeah, no matter what, Point Park's in the tournament, I believe, and uh, I still think they win the tournament anyway. Uh, I'd really like to see them play IU Southeast on on a neutral field. I think this is going to be a great tournament. Uh, Would you be shocked if Kokomo did something crazy and made it? Um, yeah, I would be shocked. I mean, I, I mean, I can't lie. I would be a little shocked if they won it. I think uh, the RSC is a really good conference this year. You know, I think Midway's a team that could shock teams. They got a Friday night guy that could beat anybody. But uh, I think Indiana Southeast and Point Park are two teams that deservedly should be in the opening round. I'm not gonna lie. I want Kokomo to pull off the upset so I can say Kokomo for another two weeks. 
I mean, that would be the fifth Indiana team, I believe, that like punched <laughs> their ticket to the opening round. That would be crazy. So the Sooner Athletic Conference now from Bill Smith Ballpark in Chickasha, Oklahoma, and the wonderful Jim Wade Stadium in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Two automatic berths to the national tournament. The winner of each pool, they kind of do it weird there in the Sooner Athletic. The winner of each pool will go to the opening round, and it's round robin. So here's one through eight. Number one seed is Oklahoma City. They are 42-5. and five. Number two is USAO. They are 41-6. and six. Number three is Texas Wesleyan. They are 33-14. and 14. Number four is Wayland Baptist. They are 34-17. and 17. Number five, Southwestern Christian, 34-16. and 16. Then number six, Oklahoma Panhandle State. Number seven, Baycone. And number eight, Mid-American Christian. Cody... Give me your two winners there. Obviously, I believe it's Oklahoma City, MacU, Southwestern Christian, and probably Wayland Baptist, I believe, in one. Yeah, I mean, I'll go ahead and save you the trouble, my man. It's going to be Oklahoma City, <laughs> and it's going to be USAO. Lock it down. Those are two teams that can make the World Series again. They did last year. You know, it would not surprise me if they both make it again this year. Those are going to be the two teams playing in your winner-take-all final. And I'm going to go USAO this time. I think that Oklahoma City won the season series, and I'm going to take USAO to win the tournament. You could have told me that before I went through all that trouble of trying to match up the teams on the fly there. I, I just wanted to see you improvise. Hardest working man in the NAIA. I'm going to also go with Oklahoma City and USAO. I think they win the, you know, they win the tournament, uh, each of their respective pools. I think Texas Wesleyan will put up a good fight, but I think USAO just has too much pitching and can swing the sticks. They're going to be at home. Chickasha, tough place to play. Oklahoma City, Jim Wade's a tough place to play. You know, so both of those places, and then we'll get to see USAO and Oklahoma City play for the uh, championship title. That'll be a great game. So, But I still think uh, they get at least three teams in. I think Texas Wesleyan is in. Yeah, I would agree. I think that Texas Wesleyan's comfortably in. And it'll be interesting. Do you see Wayland Baptist getting in? Nah, they would have to win the tournament. Well, Wayland Baptist will have to really get after it. I believe they will be playing in the Oklahoma City portion of the pool. Let's keep it rolling here to the Southern States Athletic Conference from Patterson Field in Montgomery, Alabama. One winner only for the SSAC. The number one overall seed, Faulkner. Number two, Mobile. Number three, Middle Georgia, number four, William Carey, number five, Bethel, six, Blue Mountain, seven, Martin Methodist, and eight, Loyola. I don't pick against Faulkner in postseason baseball, so I'm going to go with Faulkner. Death, taxes, Faulkner baseball. I don't see anybody else really. I didn't even know they lost four games in conference this year. That comes as a shock to me. Yeah, two of them are kind of like extra inning late games. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that there's four teams in this conference I could make the tournament. William Carey's kind of on that line right now, but I think Middle Georgia, Mobile, and Faulkner, you can go to put them in chalk. They're going to make the national tournament. William Carey gets in. They have a beautiful field, so they, they could host. That's exactly why. Yeah, they could host, so that does help their cause a little bit. <laughs> that is uh, 20, 2013 out there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, dogpiling there was, was awesome, beating Oklahoma Baptist and 
Uh, beautiful, beautiful facility, beautiful ballpark, great hosts. So definitely uh, would love to see other guys get that experience as well. So I think William Carey is is in. Do you see any upsets? Do you think someone maybe could take this tournament other than Faulkner or Mobile? Not unless Faulkner splits up half their team. <laughs> Faulkner is going to win this tournament. They're probably going to win this tournament, I would agree. The Sun Conference from Ballpark of the Palm Beach is right here in West Palm Beach, Florida. Only one team can win this tournament and gain an automatic bid. I will have the call, Cody, for the entire Sun Conference tournament. I'm definitely excited about that one. Beautiful ballpark of the Palm Beaches, spring training home to the Washington Nationals, and my favorite, world champion Houston Astros. So uh, I know you were excited because uh, you're going to get to you're going to tune in to, to some of these games as well. Yeah, absolutely. One through five, the Sun Conference is probably the best conference in the country. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I, I, I really don't know who I'm going to pick. I would probably pick St. Thomas again to win it all. It would not surprise me if Southeastern won it all. So those are it'd be one or two. I think they're clearly a step above. But I think I don't say that to discredit Florida Memorial, Kaiser, and Weber are all teams that could go to an opening round. I'm not saying that they're going to get there, but I think they're teams that could go to an opening round and win some games. But uh, yeah, I think South, St. Thomas and Southeastern are two of the best teams in the entire country. Well, in case y'all didn't know at home, St. Thomas University is the number one seed at 50 and five. St. Thomas University is the number one seed. Are they 50 and five? They are. They set the regular season record mark. Wow. Southeastern University, 49 and five. It's true, man. You don't have to say yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's true. They won that many games, man. They're that good. Really, 50 and five and 49 and five. Well, that just tells you one thing. They play a lot of baseball in Florida. You know, they got some good weather down there. And, but yes, we do have wonderful weather out here. I'm, I'm looking out the window right now, and it's beautiful and sunny. But St. Thomas is the number one seed. Southeastern, the number two seed. Florida Memorial, the number three seed. Kaiser, the number four. Weber International, the five. And Thomas University, the six. Do you want to, do you see an upset? Do you see anything weird happening in this tournament? We, we've seen all sorts of things happen. Uh, last year there were some upsets, and, and definitely it's going to be interesting to see Florida Memorial in a postseason environment. Well, definitely want to give a shout-out to Florida Memorial. Win or lose, you know, this is an awesome season for that program. It's been fun to follow them. I think if I was going to pick a team that could possibly make a run, it would be Weber International. They have a really good offense. I don't know if they'll have the pitching down the stretch to get it done against St. Thomas and Southeastern. Just not because their pitching's not good, just because St. Thomas and Southeastern are hitting like 360. So I would just, no, I don't see a team winning it other than those two. They are hitting ridiculous. 360 is an insane number as a team. Yeah, and they hit like for home runs and doubles, and it's just not fun to pitch against I, them. St. Thomas and Southeastern each have a player up for our NAI Ball Podcast uh, National Player of the Year. St. Thomas University's Nelson Montpierre, Southeastern University's uh, Dan Valerio. So um, I'm going to take Southeastern. I think SEU getting to play Weber International in that first game, that's going to be an awesome matchup. Uh, I think all of our, our first-round games are going to be really good. Uh, but I just think Southeastern might might be able to, to get some revenge on, on St. Thomas, although I do believe that no matter what, Southeastern, St. Thomas, they're number one seeds at any tournament in the opening round. Yeah, probably going to have to be on the road, but I think that they are going to win their opening round tournaments. I think they're going to be World Series teams. And I think Kaiser has a really good shot to still make the opening round, too. 
Yeah, I think a, a couple wins in this tournament for Kaiser would do them good. They're going to get they lost the season series to Florida Memorial. They're going to get another chance at that. Not playing at home, but literally down the street from your campus on uh, here in West Palm Beach at 15 Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It's going to be a great nightcap on Friday night. So I will have the entire Sun Conference tournament call. I'm excited about that. Let's move on here to the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference. Last but not least, the higher seed hosts. Two bids into this tournament, and congratulations to Indiana Tech. They're going dancing. One team will get to go dancing. If Indiana Tech wins the tournament, it'll be the runner-up. If they are out, it will be the tournament champion. So the number one seed in the WAC tournament is Indiana Tech at 37-17. and 17. Number two, Uno. Number three, Madonna. Number four, Concordia. Number five, Lawrence Tech. And number six, Lords. Cody, who are you taking? Well, my heart wants to go with Lawrence Tech, you know, what they did for this NAI this season beating Michigan. But I'm going to go with Northwestern Ohio. I think it's another team, like I mentioned earlier, like some other teams. Maybe it's just their pedigree is the reason I'm going with them. But really good baseball team. They can win in this tournament. They're no use to double elimination tournaments. I'm going with UNHO. I'm going to go with uh, Uno also. I think just their experience as a team with their past success is going to really carry them, and so I think Uno is going to be the other team that will be going on to represent the WAC in an opening round tournament. Yeah, I think Madonna's another team that still has a chance to make the tournament, but uh, it would help them to get some really good wins this weekend, though. Let's take a look back really quickly at all the teams who have already punched their ticket. These teams don't have to worry about what happens this weekend. They are in already and they are going to the opening round. So congratulations to Lyon, Judson, Indiana Wesleyan, Northwestern out of Iowa, Oklahoma Wesleyan, Indiana Southeast, LSU Shreveport, Antelope Valley, and Indiana Tech. They've all punched their ticket, Cody. Yeah, congratulations to all those teams. are well-deserved. They won their conference, and you know I'm excited to see what they do in the next round. And, of course, the opening round hosts come out today, May 1st, Opening round, we're going to find out who's hosting and pretty much who's in also. Yeah, this is when people start to guess and they're like, okay, they're going to send us here, they're going to send us there, you know what I mean? So this is a really fun time of the year, and I can't wait. And just to remember, so the tournaments come out May 9th. That's when the brackets will be released for the opening round. So you won't know anything until Thursday around 4 o'clock on May 9th. Or 10th. 10th. Hold on, I'll try, right? Let me cut you off there. 10th. I want to correct myself. I'm bad with the calendar. May 10th is when the opening round hosts come out. Either way, I'm going to be sitting in an office trying to figure out who's going where and charting and, you know, trying to figure out, all right, this team's here, this team's here, this team's here. It's going to be nerve wracking. And as a player, especially when you don't win your conference tournament, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, I mean, it's just a wait and see. You just really got to hope you get that at-large bid, and there's a lot of really good teams. And at the end of the day, someone's going to get left out. Someone's going to feel that they deserve to be in, and it's just something you just got to pick it up and move on. Cody, before we get going, any final thoughts? I'm just looking forward to this weekend. You know, we wait all year for this. This is conference tournament baseball, then we're getting on to the opening round, which is my favorite week of the year. It's going to be the best part of the year, just like you said. Everything kicked up a notch. High intensity, good attitude, good effort. Can't wait to see it. I'm excited to call the Sun Conference Tournament, and I'm excited to be keeping an eye on all the tournaments across the nation. 
So that'll do it for us here. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter, RobG1063. Let's talk some NAI baseball. You can follow Cody for all of your NAI news, stats, scores, information around the country, no matter where the team is, at NAI Ball on Twitter. And until next time, you've been listening to the NAI Ball podcast. Have a great night and an even better tomorrow.